I got them on every morning. Time to rise and shine. This is Rick and Carly in the morning, powered by Bymart. The show starts now. Good morning. Hopefully you are off to a great start. Feeling good. Next few hours is up to us, okay? Mm-hmm. So you don't even worry about the next few hours. Nope. We're nope. Rick and Carly, and we are going to make sure that you have a fantastic day today, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least your morning. Yes. Right? Okay. The rest of it's going to go to pop. We know that. <laughs> but we're going to have a great no, morning no, this morning, no. right? You know, I... I'm really on the fence when it comes to AI. I hate when I hear it's taking away jobs, that kind of stuff. But I found out about some AI this morning that could be really good. So researchers at Texas A&M are working on a new AI program that monitors your voice and they can tell you when your spouse is in a bad mood and ready to fight. So if you know this information ahead of time, like imagine getting an alert on your phone. You're like, oh, okay. Uh Carly's on one again. Mm -hmm. You're like, I am going to play my cards right. We are not going to get in a fight. I mean, this could save marriages. I think this is more beneficial for the guys than the girls. Not necessarily. It is because we can't figure you ladies out. True. It's like impossible. I mean, I would say you're in a bad mood more often than I am, but I'm probably harder to read. What are you talking about? Come on, Rick. I'm a positive guy. No, you're not. I'm always happy. You are a pessimistic, half glass empty kind of guy. No, I'm um, an optimist. Uh-huh. That's a hard word for me to say. Yeah. So, <laughs> with reason. All right, I'm gonna start relying on AI. <laughs> Give me all the info. Yes. Four one one. Doctors are weighing in online about the strangest things they've seen patients bring with them into the ER. Mm-hmm. So, lots of animals making the cut, including a turtle, a mm-hmm. rabbit, mm-hmm. a flying squirrel. <laughs> And my favorite, an emotional support duck. <laughs> I like how everybody just puts the emotional support thing on anything mm-hmm. they want. And it's, yeah. it's like, it's the rules. Yeah. You have to let me come in here. I can take this those, with me anywhere. Those are the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one doctor says he saw a half-eaten raw chicken. The guy wanted to test it to see if it was raw. And is that why he was in the ER? Yes. He <laughs> Because it was raw? It was raw and he was sick. Oh my gosh. Uh, he so, brought the chicken in just to... I mean, it was dead. I, well, I get, get it. That. I understand that. It was cooked to a certain degree. Yeah. But he brought that in for evidence. Yeah, like, So hey, they could see like, hey, if you need to know what I ate, this is it right here. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Uh, someone brought in their own thermometer. So when the nurse took their temperature, they could double check their work. <laughs> I think you're off by about two or three degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that person. We I, all know I, that I person. trust mine more. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got a person that brought in a suitcase full of French toast. <laughs> like cooked French toast? Yeah, the doctor said that it looked dry but smelled great. It did not include any butter or syrup. Just French what? toast. And this was in their suitcase? Yeah. They brought it and into the ER. Why? Because they thought they'd be hungry? I guess so. You never know. Waiting for those doctors sometimes yeah. takes forever. And some hospitals have good food, others not so much. True. So. That is true. Uh, a patient brought in a half-eaten can of beans because they wanted to finish them <laughs> in the ER. Beans are good. Mm-hmm. A drunk guy laid down in the ER and a whole onion fell out of his pocket. Wow. Someone brought Christmas lights so they could string them up above their bed. Very festive. 
They brought decorations in uh-huh. for their room. Yeah. It's too sterile in here. It is. I Can mean, I bring a couple posters. It's a good point. Got uh, you got like some strobe lights going. You yeah. turn the lights off at night and mm-hmm. stereo goes on. It's a dance party. Exactly. In room four hundred five. <laughs> and this is my favorite strange item brought uh, into the ER. Yeah. A guy brought in the snake that bit him, and it was still alive. <laughs> He's like, this is the little sucker. He wrangled it. This guy bit me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's hope we're not going to the ER anytime soon. And if we do go, hopefully it's that kind of entertaining. Kyle's wife, Angie, uh, grounded their 12-year-old son, Jackson, for cutting his own hair. But the truth is that's not exactly what happened, is it, Kyle? No. (laughs) No. Okay. What happened? Uh, I mean, I ended up cutting his hair. You cut and, his you hair. You know, I have a new appreciation for people who cut hair. <laughs> well, yeah, I would say so. Okay, so why did you cut his hair? Y- you know, I mean, you know, he wanted to cut his hair. Like, the kids wanted to cut his hair. He wanted to cut his hair, and so you cut his hair instead? Yeah, yeah I cut his hair because, I mean, you know, I'm older. I have... You have experience, father. obviously. You did a horrible yeah, job. Yeah, a little bit. And then you I mean, you allowed your wife to blame your 12-year-old son for cutting his own hair. He's in trouble, and it's your fault. Are we getting this right? Yeah, it's a bit more than that. I mean, his haircut's not too good. I thought it was good at first, but... <laughs> okay. It's not good, and you want to confess to your wife that this is how it really went down. Yeah, I mean, I want to get the kid out of trouble. Well, that's good, yeah. Plus, telling the truth, that might not be a bad that's idea, a, right? That's a good idea, yeah. <laughs> To your wife? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to yeah. help you. Hello? Hi, is this Angie? Uh, yeah, it's Angie. Hey, Angie. It's Rick and Carly in the morning. Hello. How are you? Oh, good morning, Angie. Oh, hi. I'm, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Hey, Angie. Uh, we've got your husband, Kyle, on the line as well. He's been uh, feeling a little guilty about something and Mm -hmm. wants to talk to you this morning. You okay with that? Uh, Yeah, sure. I guess so. Kyle, are you there? Yeah. Hey, babe. Uh, Hi. So, I feel really bad about Jackson being grounded. Um, okay. Well, Kyle, he cut his hair when he knows I made an appointment at the barber, and he knows better. He's not three. He can't do dumb stuff like that. No, no, no. He didn't, but he didn't, he didn't do it. He didn't do it, Angela. I did it. What? Why in the world would you take scissors to our son's hair? He looks like dumb and dumber. (laughs) Does he? And, And not to mention, you sat there and you watched me get mad at him, and you said nothing? Like, poor Jackson's so sweet, he just sat there and took it? No, I mean, he he took it because, you know, he knew I tried. And he didn't want you to get mad at me like like you're doing right now. Like you're getting mad at me right now. Yeah, but that's better than her getting mad at him. Yeah, don't you, you think, Kyle? You needed to speak up at that point and say, hey, hey, here's so, what really went so down. So 12-year-old Jackson was ready to take one for dad, but dad was not willing to take one for his son. No. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So you let her son take the blame. Like, why didn't you just take him to the barber? I was I was trying to save money. I thought it wouldn't be 
that big of a deal. And he did tell us that it was at least in part your son's idea. So he wasn't against it. That doesn't it. matter. He's 12 years old. Just, you can't allow them to make those decisions. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. it's just not completely blameless. It's also <laughs> only $25 to get his haircut, and now he looks ridiculous, and he was punished. Yeah. I know, I know. That's, that's why I'm trying to make it right. Okay, well, make it right with Jackson, and from now on, I'll take him to the barber myself. And you're grounded, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you're I'm grounded. You're grounded. Yes, yes you are, Kyle. <laughs> you're in the doghouse, and you know what I mean by that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, that's deserved. I, I always would love say. it when men's wives ground them. <laughs> oh yeah, you're grounded. Well, sometimes we do have to act like your mother. So. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. All right, Kyle, Angie. Hey, thank you so much for being on with us this morning. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I guess. You've probably heard this by now, but Carl Weathers passed away in his sleep on Thursday at the age of 76. That's my Rocky guy. Yeah. That's Apollo Creed right there, Mm -hmm. man. Yeah, that's what he was best known for is playing Apollo Creed in the first four Rocky movies. His other credits include Predator, Happy Gilmore, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Most recently, he played a bounty hunter on the Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. Yep, he did. Okay, so you watched that Mm -hmm. as well. And I didn't know this about him, but before becoming an actor in the 1970s, he played in the NFL Mm -hmm. and the Canadian Football League. Yeah. He was supposed to be part of a Super Bowl ad. It was FanDuel's Kick of Destiny campaign. So for this upcoming Super Bowl, this Sunday? Yeah, so I guess they're going to rework things a little bit to kind of honor him. So may he rest in peace. If you had to, you go back to all the Rocky movies mm-hmm. and all the villains. And well, I guess he he was a villain in the first one, but the second one they became buddies. Right? right. Who, who was your favorite villain in Rocky? Would you say Apollo Creed or, or was it like the Russian guy? Mm, probably the Clubber Russian Lang, guy. I'm going to say the Mr. Russian guy. T, the Russian guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? I would say Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. That yeah. was the movie right there. Yeah. Breckenmeyer and Kelly Rizzo are dating. So they attended Steven Tyler's annual Grammy Awards viewing party on Sunday, hand in hand. That was their first appearance as a couple. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, she is the late wife of Bob Saget, and he has been in Hollywood for years. I always think of him from Clueless because he was kind of the stoned out friend in Clueless. I think his name was Travis. Anyway. Uh, I guess that Bob Saget's daughters give them their blessing and they're very happy. So Good for them. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Mahomes Sr. arrested for driving while intoxicated for the third time. Jeez, really? Yeah. So oh, man. He's 53 years old. He was arrested Saturday night in Texas and uh, he was arrested back in 2019 for a DWI, sentenced to 40 days in jail. <laughs> And you look at Patrick's, it's like, can we all just behave? I know. I'm gonna give everybody a million dollars if you just behave. Mm -hmm. Stay out of the news. Mm -hmm. Of course, his son just days away from competing against the San Francisco 49ers for a Super Bowl title. He shouldn't have to be thinking about this kind of stuff. He should not. uh, He should be thinking about Taylor Swift. Well, yeah, his dad (laughs) actually was joking. Uh, a couple weeks ago, how he wouldn't sit next to Taylor Swift at the game. And uh, now we don't know that he'll even make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> we know where you're going to be sitting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, interesting how people have so much to say about what's inside your refrigerator. Yeah. Little things like that. 
uh, oftentimes people just, I don't know, they have opinions about everything, right? Well, I feel like your refrigerator is a glimpse into your life. It is. More than like getting in someone's vehicle or stepping inside their home. It's the same type of thing though, isn't it? But it's next level because it's like, okay, how healthy are you? Uh, you know, are you an organic kind of person, a name brand kind of person? How clean is it? How messy yeah, is it? All that stuff. Is there goop all over the yeah. different shelves? Right. Or which normally is our refrigerator. But um, not right now. No, 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 no. So Carly cleaned out our refrigerator this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And that is such a momentous occasion. Yep. I figured I'd document that rare sighting by posting a picture Thank online. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And then, and that's when the random comments start to fly. So here's some of the comments that we had. Uh, where did she hide the beer? Which we're not beer we're drinkers. We're not beer drinkers. I thought that was yeah. kind of funny. I mean, you might find a bottle of booze in the pantry, but <laughs> no beer. Not anymore. We're, oh, yeah. We're boozeless we're clean in our house. living. Clean living right now. Uh, where's the rest of the hot sauce? Because we oh, did have a lot of hot sauce Huge in bottle of Frank's hot sauce because we like it. We put it on stuff. We make hot wings. You can put Frank's on anything. You can. Um, probably the number one comment we got was the Tillamook ice cream that was in the refrigerator. It's you not want it? ice cream. So and what is it now? It's yogurt. But it looks like a big carton of ice cream. It does because it's a big carton of yogurt and it is Tillamook brand, which I think yeah. people normally associate Tillamook with ice cream, but they make all sorts of dairy products, so it's yogurt. Uh, People said, where's the actual food? Looks like a whole bunch of condiments. We do have a lot of condiments, and I did this in preparation to go grocery shopping, so that's why there's not a Ah. lot of food. I don't see any leftover panda. What's funny about that comment is there actually was panda just hours before in the fridge. Yeah. Which there was a uh, chow mein you was all it. that we had left, and I'm not sure if it was even still good. But well, I, that's when Rick eats it. That's when, when, it's when I do my thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why I'm, I'm like a Hoover vacuum. You are. Uh, we love pickled carrots too. Oh, I love the pickled carrots. <laughs> I need to go get more. And love how everything is pulled forward with labels forward. Yeah, it was like a Martha Stewart refrigerator. It was yeah. I mean, when perfect. I did you out, do that on purpose? Absolutely. When I clean out the refrigerator, I do a good job. It looks really nice. But it's, you didn't know I was going to take a picture of everything. No, you I, just that's just how to, I do it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, what does that say about my baby girl? Huh? My wife. Pretty neat and tidy. <laughs> you should. You should see it. Give us two, three days. Stop. We'll be back to normal. It's going to stay like that forever. Guy things that girls really want to do but can't. Mm. Carly, I want since you're a girl. Yeah. <laughs> you are a girl. I am a girl. I want you to tell us if these are accurate, okay? Sure. Um, scratching themselves in public. I don't think guys should do that, but they do. They do, and girls don't. I mean, we can do that, but we don't do it. When you have an itch... Uh-huh. As a, a lady, yes. do you think to yourself, this wouldn't be appropriate, so I'm not going to oh, scratch? I remember being in public one time, and I was going through a museum, lots of people, and that happened, and it was just miserable. You, you had to scratch. I didn't. Oh, was, you didn't? No, and it was just like- it ruined a, your whole day. Uh, yeah. See, guys- it was they, horrible. They don't worry about that. I know. Mm, take just care of business. Mm. Yeah. Uh, another guy thing that girls really want to do but can't get ready for the day in five oh, minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that annoys me so much. As I sit there every morning and watch you sleep, you get almost a full hour more I than know. I do. 
It's disgusting. I know. I stretch it out as far as I, I can. I hate it. And then I'm the first one out the door. Yeah. Yeah. It's so beyond annoying. Um, how about lowering their voice when trying to sound cool? That's not well, something I can lower my voice. really want to do. <laughs> no, I don't agree with that. Um, acting like a total idiot when their buddies are around. Girls don't really want to do that. I don't want to do that. that. No. But guys do do that. Yeah. Huh? Um, going to the bathroom while standing up. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not the. It's you not technically the, girls could do that. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I am jealous of the fact that guys will just like go behind a tree or stop on the side of the road or, you know. Don't really the, do that that often. Yes. Or like you're out boating. If you're and, camping or something. Yes. Yeah. Girls yeah. can't do that. Yeah. Uh, shaving their heads. Guys can shave their heads, get away with it, look pretty good. Girls, it's a it's a bit of a struggle if if they want to go down that road. Maybe a little bit more of a struggle, but some women. You showed me a girl the other day that had Gorgeous. shaved her head. She looks stunning. Cat calling every hot girl that walks yeah. by. I hate that double standard because <laughs> if I point out a hot guy, yeah, then it's like, oh, how dare you? But it's like for a guy, it's just normal. Yeah, well, that goes into my next one, talking about how hot her friends are. Yeah. So guys do that, mm-hmm. but girls, like, I, you don't ever really talk about how hot my friends are, the guys that I'm hanging out with. Because I only have eyes for you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's true. Uh, it's true. Um, Texting to say what's up and then not responding for three hours. Girls do that. Girls do that too? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's not just like a guy thing. No. Uh, and then spitting on the sidewalk. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Why do guys do that? Yeah, it's disgusting. It is gross, huh? So bad. Yeah, that's a rite of passage where men. There's a few things in there that I am jealous yeah. of for sure. Yeah. Hi, good morning, Sean. Good Thank morning. you for uh, joining us again. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Good morning. What do we have today? You know, I got to ask you guys a question. Um, and I'm going through this right now because my, my daughter, my, all my kids are older now. So they're dating yeah. people and they're, they're, they're bringing them by the house and things like that. And I just, I want to know when you're meeting your girl, your girlfriends or your boyfriend's parents for the first time, mm-hmm. what is the best way to act? How do you act when you meet the... When you meet the parents for the first time. This is one thing I'll say about that. I, even like uh, as Carly and I started developing our relationship and I meet her parents, you want to come off as a a really good guy, right? Sure. As as somebody... And I remember you even telling me, Carly, like, make sure that you uh, jump in and 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 help. You want to help with the dishes or... And I'm like, okay, that's those are good pointers. I need to... I mean, maybe I would have thought of that on my own. Maybe not. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I will say there's a level of too nice and you become mm. like that Eddie Haskell yeah, type of person. Yeah, you don't want that. Even though you may not be that person, but you're trying too hard. Yeah. Right. I think you got to yeah. be careful of trying too hard. It is a difficult situation. I will never forget meeting your mom and dad for the first time, but then you and your dad took off somewhere. Yeah, give you guys a little girl time. Oh my gosh. We sat there in silence. <laughs> silence? Nobody for, talked. It seemed like forever. So what do you think? You think the the do you think like the girlfriend meeting the mom is harder than the boyfriend meeting the father? I it depends oh, on yeah, who it depends the people on the are. relationship. I mean now I, I get along great with your mom, it's fine, but I don't I didn't understand know why it was so weird between you two. She it's, wouldn't even look me in the eye. 
That was we were, bizarre. It was bizarre. I just think neither one of us knew exactly what to say. We'd never been alone together, and it was just like, wow, where do we start? What do you want, Sean, when, you're, when your kids are bringing somebody home? Well, I mean, what that, do you want out of that person? I, I just, I appreciate them showing respect towards myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate them coming in respect, but I'm mostly looking for the respect that they're showing to either one of my kids. Like yeah. I, okay. I, I look for that respect on how they treat them in public, how they treat them when they're talking. Right. Do, they yeah. cut, do they cut them off when they're speaking? Do they let them speak? I watch for little things yeah. like that. Because if they're falling short right there at that yes. stage, you got to yeah. nip it in the bud. Oh, you right know this can be bad later on. Correct. Yeah, that's and that's why point. when I come out, if I meet the the new boyfriend, yeah, mm-hmm. he it's it's like. It's complete silence for me. I look him dead in his soul. <laughs> dead in his soul. Right through his eyes. Like, who are you? Where are you yeah. at? I want credit reports at the front door. Wow. I want to know what you do for a living. Yeah. This, especially if it's my daughter. I only have one little girl. I have three boys, but oh, I have yeah. one little girl. Oh, yeah. So I'm very protected with that. Boy, my parents, they wanted to get rid of me so bad that when I got married the first time around, they were just like, Take her, huh? Absolutely. Oh, my God. He went to ask get my, her out of here. He went to ask for my dad's hand in marriage, and he goes, I know what you're going to say. You don't even need to ask. Here you go. Here's the keys. Hallelujah. You can take the car with you. Yep. He said, she said. A couple just got into two high-speed chases in one day. So wow. Their names are Joshua Harvey and Rosie Smith. And about 9 o'clock in the morning, a cop tried to pull them over for expired tags. Joshua's driving their black Honda sedan, and they got away. Took off. Mm-hmm. And then about 2.45 that same afternoon, they got into a second chase. This time, <laughs> Rosie was behind the wheel. Oh, they switched. switched uh-huh. up. Well, they each got to take a turn. Yeah, and, and it was a white Honda sedan because they'd spent the day spray painting the car to fool oh. the cops. Oh, mm-hmm. well, look at that. Yeah. Smart. Well, uh, their plan did not work. The second chase ended with police disabling their car on the highway, <laughs> and they were both arrested. Now, here's where it gets really fun. For some reason, in that car, they had a dog, a cat, and four chickens. Now, that that sounds like a fun weekend. It really does. <laughs> no but doubt about especially that. Especially the chickens. My God. Yes. I understand that I'm notoriously late. <laughs> I am. That's, that's my wife's understatement of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. also always striving to be better. Yeah. So I came across some tips to help you out. If you're that person too, you're always running late. <laughs> Carly is going to teach us how to be on time. The person that say? is never on time. What do they say? Do as I say, not as yeah, I do. Okay. It's one of those situations. So is this something that you came across because you were trying to be a better person? You're trying mm-hmm. to be on time. Yeah. And, and like, I was okay, like, I'm oh, going to share this with everyone. These are some good tips. All right. So when you estimate how long it's going to take you to get somewhere, like I will do this with my phone. I will be like, okay, how long is it going to take me to get to the doctor's office? All right, 15 minutes. When you do that, mm-hmm. you need to round up. So if it says you'll be a 15 minute drive. Make it a 20-minute drive. Yeah, exactly. And then you have a little wiggle room. I like that. It's good. Learn to be okay with waiting. So if you become one of those people that's always early, you are going to have to wait in your vehicle. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you're going to have to wait. So have a go-to activity like, I'm going to read a book then, or I'm going to work on some work on my phone. Oh, this thing, yeah. The cell phone. The cell phone. We all got social media or work or text message your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Buy a wall clock. This one I'm going to pass on. <laughs> Do we not have a wall clock? I actually just got rid of the one and only wall clock we had oh, okay. in the house. Was it working? No. Oh, 
it always said it was like 714. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the experts say that it's easy to lose track of time if your only clock is on your phone. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, time yourself. So if you're always late for work, make sure you're not just, you know, giving yourself enough time in the morning. Maybe it's just that you need to get up a little earlier or just figure out like, okay, it takes me 40 minutes to get ready. Mm-hmm. So I need to get up at this point. Instead yeah, of just winging it. I will sometimes, I'll just have it in my mind. I think it's going to take me 20 minutes to get there. But if I don't actually think about it, mm-hmm. then I realize it took me about 35 yes, to get exactly. there. Yeah. And then stop making excuses. Like, you know, it, I'm just really busy. That's your number one thing. It is my number yeah. one thing. Yeah. They say if you're always late, it's not because you're too busy. It's because being on time is not truly a priority for you. I like it. So. That's good stuff, I'm gonna, baby. I'm going to turn a new leaf. You're going to be like, whoa, what happened to my wife? She's showing up on time. I can't wait to see Sometimes it. Sometimes she's even early. Yeah, I know. It's going to be great. Yeah. Got a 30-year-old guy named Nathaniel broke into a tire store, and just as he was stealing tires, he got trapped under a pile of them, couldn't get free. Mm. So he had to call 911 on himself for help. <laughs> Please, get me out of here. He told the dispatcher, I think the tire rack's going to kill me. Oh. And uh, of course, they came in, saved him, and then arrested him for breaking and entering. <laughs> oh, well. He deserves it, I guess. Yeah, uh, at least he didn't die. I know. He's alive. All right. I don't have any um, visual proof of this this morning because I, yeah, I don't want anybody to see it. But I tried on a pair of skinny jeans yesterday. Why? Which, well, you know me. I, I'll pretty much try anything, whether mm-hmm. it's food or experiences. Or, sure. So the opportunity presented itself for me, and I said, okay, these things have been popular for, they're kind of going out of popularity now, right? Yeah. But they've been popular for probably a good decade, mm-hmm. and curiosity got to me. I wanted to try to squeeze myself into these skinny jeans. Take a guess as to how I would look with a pair of skinny jeans on, Carly. Horrible. (laughs) I'll tell you why. It's not because you're not hot, because I think you are. I think you're... I do. I love your body. I think you are great. That's nice of you to say. However, (laughs) takes a really certain type of physique to pull off the skinny jeans. Yeah. You got to be ultra skinny. I am like no. my legs are really. I've got bird legs. You do have bird legs, but You've the rest be skinny of you all is the way normal. up to the top. And I would say to pull off the skinny jeans, you almost have to have no butt as a guy, and you. And I have a backside. You have a backside. It's oh, like, good, but it fills yeah. out the skinny jeans too much. I also feel like I have like too big of a head for whatever reason. Yeah. It's just like because it when I looked at myself in the mirror, it looked like a cross between uh, Jack from Nightmare on on what's that movie called? The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, yes, that and. Um, and the bad guy on the Minions cartoon. Oh, yeah. Who's like a big guy with a big nose. Or, and then he's got the skinny legs. Yeah. And yeah. It, ma- it made my head look bigger. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, they're it, just not for you. Guys, if you want to unsexify yourself, put on the skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. Even my That'll... 17-year-old son, remember the other day, he put on the skinny jeans. I didn't like him on him Nah, either. they didn't work. Yeah. And so. he's in good shape. He looks good normally, Yeah, it's right? not that. It just takes a very certain type of guy. Who invented those things? I don't know. They're not my good. gosh.